Good afternoon and welcome everybody to the Sports Bee with Richard Holderidge. How is everybody doing on this Tuesday? Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, right after Rod Peterson and right before Braves Country Baseball with Mac McGee and the armchair quarterbacks. Such a great sports lineup on this incredible radio station that I've been a part of for over a year now. We have got a great show. I'm going to talk about the United States getting a bounce-back victory over Canada in the World Baseball Classic. Jimmy Garoppolo signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. And we got start of the NCAA tournament tonight. Yes, the first four is tonight. I'm so excited to be here on this show. Big milestone coming up. This is episode 580. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to have my 600th episode And it is going to be epic. I'm hoping to get the guest lineup going. And we're going to get back into the swing of things. I've had some condensed shows because I've been training for the military at Fort Stewart for the past two weeks. But I will be back home and that will give me an opportunity to line up the guest list. So let's get right into the show. We are going to start with the World Baseball Classic. You got games on really early in the morning. You got games like the United States playing at 10 o'clock at night, which I admit I did not watch the game, but I read about it, watched highlights about it. They did defeat Canada 12-1 to in seven innings. They put up nine runs in the first inning. But this is where the stars come to shine. You know, Mike Trout, He's the biggest baseball star in the world. He is the most marketable star in the world. And of course, Shohei Itani as well. And they both play for the Angels. I mean, how about that? Mike Trout gets a big three-run homer. And the United States needed to win this game. You got Great Britain beating Columbia. So everything is shaken up in the standings in Pool C. The United States is 2-1. and one. And you have Mexico, Canada, and Colombia all one and one. It's pretty simple. United States beats Colombia on Wednesday. They're advancing out of the group. If Colombia somehow beats the United States, chaos is going to start happening because you have Canada that's getting ready to take on Colombia. You got Great Britain taking on Mexico. But there's an elimination game. If the United States, and this is why this game is being played at 10 o'clock at night, because the outcome of Mexico and Canada on Wednesday could determine whether or not the United States is going to move on out of this group or they are going to go home, which is unheard of. They have never been eliminated in the first round in the World Baseball Classic. And the United States, you know, they're the defending champs and they want to try to advance out of this group. That's why they got that very important win over Canada but this is a must-win game on Wednesday. They have got to beat Colombia. Mexico has a tiebreaker with the United States. And, you know, Mexico, they play Great Britain. I think that they could win that game. And if Canada beats Colombia tonight, you got two teams going in that are 2-1. and one. Uh, But really, the story of this World Baseball Classic has been Venezuela. You know, they're taking on Nicaragua today at 12. And Venezuela is 2-0. and oh. I'm a fan of Venezuela just because of Ronald Acuna Jr., They've got such a great team. But the World Baseball Classic, it is going to run all the way until March 21st. That is when the championship is. 
and that's going to be at Lone Depot Park in Miami. A very good venue for the World Baseball Classic because of that international flavor that Miami has. NBA last night, oh, the Atlanta Hawks took one on the chin. They lose to Ant-Man and the Minnesota Timberwolves 136-115. to They drop a game behind in the standings at 500. Anthony Edwards scores 32 points for the Timberwolves, who are trying to get into the play-in game in the Western Conference. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Hawks, they are two and a half games behind Miami for the number seven seed. You know, they got the number eight seed locked in. They're a game and a half above Toronto. But, you know, the Hawks right now, they got to win all their games. And this was a winnable game. It's at home. You're taking on a Timberwolves team that is on the outskirts right now in the seventh seed in the playoffs. This doesn't really help their case. But looking at the other scores in the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies, they actually get back into the number two seed after beating the Dallas Mavericks 104-88. to You had the Golden State Warriors beating the Phoenix Suns without KD, and the Warriors win 123-112. to The Warriors have all their pieces back. Is This is where the Warriors turn up the switch, and they start playing like that championship team. They still can't play defense, but if they can get their shooters going, Clay, Steph, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, oh, it's on. And then the Sacramento Kings... Taking on the best in the East at home, they lose to the Milwaukee Bucks 133-124. to I still think what the Sacramento Kings have done, getting their 40th win, first time since the 2005-2006 season, and they have two all-stars, De'Aaron Fox and Domitatus Sabonis. I think that De'Aaron Fox is starting to become a top-five point guard in the league. And you already have Domitatus Sabonis as the all-star forward. He is a double-double just about every night. And their bench is what makes the Keen so special. But can they win a playoff series? If they get into the playoffs and they're having to take on the Warriors or the Clippers or the Suns, could they win that series? Oh, wouldn't that be a dream matchup? Sacramento and Golden State in the first round? I don't know what I would do with myself, you know, because I rooted for both teams. I'm from Northern California. I grew up a Warriors fan. I moved to Sacramento in 97 and became a Kings fan. I'm the biggest bandwagon fan in the NBA. And then, of course, you know, I moved to Atlanta in 2006, became a Hawks fan. And that brief stint when I lived in Memphis, I was a Grizzlies fan. So there you go. You know, NFL free agency has not started, and yet we are having so much tampering in this league. I know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are saying, hey, we're not tampering, but we are interested in signing Baker Mayfield. Just say it. Just say it. I know free agency hasn't started. Come on. Well, the Falcons are going to sign Jesse Bates. He is the Pro Bowl safety that played for Cincinnati Bengals. He was a very great safety. They signed him to a four-year, $64 million deal. And the Falcons are making moves. They're getting uh, Judon, the tight end. And there are talks that maybe they're entertaining the idea of bringing back Matt Ryan on a minimum salary contract. I think that would be great. Matt Ryan flourished in Atlanta. He is going to be in the ring of honor. He led the Falcons to a Super Bowl. I don't care about 28-3 anymore. Matty Ice was the franchise quarterback, the greatest quarterback in Falcons history. Yes, bring him back. Bring him back and he can back up Desmond Ritter, if Desmond Ritter is the guy, but I, I think that Matt Ryan could win the starting job over Desmond Ritter. 
So Jimmy Garoppolo signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. It is a done deal, inked up. I know, free agency hasn't even started, and we're already talking about deals. Three years, $67 million. He is reunited with his former offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, with New England. And now he goes to a Las Vegas Raiders team, which I think has weapons. And Jimmy Garoppolo has a very good winning record as a starter, but that was all under Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, it was a small sample size in New England. He was 2-0 as a starter under Josh McDaniels. But Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to have Darren Waller. You know, he had George Kittle in San Francisco. He's going to have Darren Waller. Uh, Josh Jacobs, if he decides to come back. The Raiders have a decent offensive line. But my big concern about Jimmy G going to the Raiders is that division. Jimmy G is going to have to face twice a year Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert. That is going to be tough. And if you're a Raiders fan, you're probably thinking that the Raiders downgraded from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. I do like the move. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo still has something left in the tank. And he is a proven winner, and I think it might work out with his former OC. I'm excited about this March Madness tournament. The first four is tonight. You got Southeast Missouri State taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And then you got Pitt taking on Mississippi State. On Wednesday, you got Ferry Dickinson. You got FDU taking on Texas Southern. And then you got Nevada taking on Arizona State. The first round of the tournament starts Thursday, 12, 15 p.m., West Virginia and Maryland. Now, if you're wondering when the Kennesaw State game is going to be, we have an official time. It is 12.40 p.m. in Greensboro, South Carolina on Friday as Kennesaw State will take on Xavier. I've already filled out my bracket. I'm going with my heart. I believe that Kennesaw State is going to upset Xavier. There's just something about an Atlantic Sun team in this tournament. Florida Gulf Coast did it a couple years ago. Mercer in 2014 upset Duke as a number 14 seed. And if you look at all the tournament teams from Georgia that has made this bracket in the last 20 years, it's a very small sample size. Mercer did it in 2014. Georgia has only done it three times, 2008, 2011, and 2015. Georgia Tech in 2021, but they did lose to Loyola of Chicago. Now, Georgia Tech, the last time before that, they reached the tournament back in 2010. They reached the second round. But it's really, you got to go all the way back to 2004 when a team from Georgia made a deep run in the NCAA tournament when Georgia Tech had that special team. They were a three seed, and they lost to UConn in the championship. But that incredible Final Four game against Oklahoma State when Will Bynum tips it in. And that's just one of those moments that you remember when you're watching this tournament and you're rooting for the teams in Georgia. And it's very special. So, yes, I did watch The Bachelor last night. Well, I only watched The Hometown, where they were showing a charity in Columbus. And, of course, like expected, they showed the Riverwalk. They showed a scene of them whitewater rafting because this is the staple of Columbus. And this is probably why the indoor soccer team is called the Rapids. Anyway, I've had 
so much fun chopping it up with you this morning. But because of time constraints, I'm going to end this show. So stay tuned for some best of shows. I think I'm going to try to get some of the shows that I did about a year ago because I was really going into talking about March Madness last year. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, stay tuned for that. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Enjoy the tournament. Enjoy world the World Baseball Classic. Enjoy everything. Because on this show, I am going to talk about everything. There is nothing out of bounds. And if you ever want to be a guest on the show, you know where to find me. All right, I'm out of here. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.